food is going up yet again. I was at the grocery store um, and I could not believe the price of meat just recently. So I kind of blazed by it, went straight to tofu. I have been leaning heavy into tofu to make stir fries over the last few days, kind of going back to the day when I used to be a vegetarian and a vegan. You have to be when you live on the east, on the west coast of Canada. And so I kind of adopted that lifestyle for a while. So it's not hard for me to get back into. But I feel sorry for carnivores out there. Husband told me he was at the grocery store and there was this elderly couple and they were looking at this roast and they were, you know, talking about it and, you know, flabbergasted at the cost of this roast. And then once they moved on, his curiosity, of course, peaked. He goes to look at the roast. He said it was $80. And I said, well, how big was the roast? And he said, it wasn't bigger than your head, Kelly. It was $80. That to me seems obscene. And uh, apparently it is in keeping with food inflation. It's going to take an even bigger bite out of your budget next year. Canada's Food Price Guide was released today. This is an annual report published by Dalhousie University and the University of Guelph. And Janet Music is our guest. Janet is the Research Program Coordinator at Dalhousie University's Agri-Food Analytics Lab. She's joined the show before and she's back again. Janet, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I think this story is the one that everybody's going to be talking about today because food costs affect everyone. What are the major factors that are contributing to food inflation? You're absolutely right. Food food costs do affect everyone regardless of their income. And and I think some of the things that are affecting the food supply chain are the same things that are going to affect us all regardless of food or toys or or whatever. And the major one, I think, is is climate change. And so we've seen a lot of adverse weather patterns across the globe. In Canada, of course, at West, we had those droughts in the summer that really made growing uh, and the harvest difficult this year. Uh, we've, we're still experiencing flooding in BC and the lower mainland, which is affecting farms like dairy farms and chicken farms. And, of course, wildfires in California, which would affect fruits and vegetables. So we're really seeing weather playing a role in in retail food prices. And then, of course, we can't discount COVID-19, the ongoing pandemic. And I think most of us are ready for the pandemic to come to an end. But in terms of, you know, getting supplies like packaging and, and raw material and commodities that really go into the food supply, we're seeing bottlenecking at different ports across the globe, and they just can't catch up to pre-COVID-19 levels. And with new variants come new restrictions. And so all of these things are kind of working together to raise prices at retail. Well, I mentioned this is an annual report. Walk us through the major findings in this year's Canada's Food Price Guide. Well, so this year we're predicting that food prices will rise about 5 uh, to 7%, which is a bit higher than previous years. This should come as no surprise to most people who are, or who are shopping at the grocery store. We're already seeing prices higher than what we probably remember in recent times. Um, you know, and we're going to see prices, it's not uniform, and so some categories are going to go up higher than others you know, bakery, and that's really due to, you know, those drought-like conditions affecting kind of the raw inputs to things like bread and and cereals. Dairy, of course, is we already know that that's going to rise because the Dairy Commission already um, asked for an increase in raw milk at farm gates. So we'll, we'll see that rising for sure. 
and fruits and vegetables, uh, totally impacted by adverse weather effects and droughts and storms and shipping, of course. What kind of dollar increase are we talking about on the average family's uh, grocery bill? Well, it's it's high. And so, you know, if you're a family of four, so, you know, a teenage boy and a, and a you know, preteen girl and mother and mother, father, whatever, you're probably looking at $966 extra this year over and above 2021. So okay. that is an, in, yeah, it's a significant increase for sure. I'm looking at your food index here and how much you think that uh, different uh, varieties of foods will be increasing. The good news is it's already high enough. Meat and seafood, apparently you're not forecasting a big rise there. Right. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's it's already rising, right? And so, you know, the market won't bear too much higher. And so some cuts of meat, like you were talking about the roast, up significantly. We talked about bacon in September, October being, you know, a dollar a slice per package, you know. So meat prices have already risen. And so we predict that they'll probably stay constant going through. And the same with seafood. Yeah, I'm thinking back to that conversation we had. I believe you almost started a run on bacon at the grocery store, <laughs> if you recall. Uh, however, let's let's get serious again. There's also a problem with food waste. Apparently, that's a big problem. Where I'm hearing that almost 50 percent of uh, food produced in Canada is uh, being thrown out. It, where's that happening? Where's the waste going on? We waste a lot of food in Canada. And the good news about that is that there's an opportunity for us to actually save some money by not wasting so much food. And I think a lot of people, you know, and myself, I'm guilty of it. We shop aspirationally, especially when it comes to fruits and vegetables. And so we're in that, you know, we're in those aisles and we think about the salad and, you know, but by the time you get home from work on a given Wednesday, you really want a hamburger, right? So... I think a lot of people shop for how they should be eating, not how they actually eat. Um, but the good news there is, uh, you know, you can buy frozen vegetables and they tend to be a bit cheaper than fresh and they're just as nutritious and they keep a lot longer. And so that's an opportunity to waste a lot less food. And, it, you know, it's the same, I think, in terms of, of bread and dairy. You know, you buy a loaf of bread, but you kind of lose your appetite for it after half a loaf. Grocery stores are in business uh, making money. They 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 want to continue to make money, so they don't want food costs to get so high, um, sky high that people you know pull back a lot. How are they going to uh, start to pull back on pricing at the grocery store? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's it's not like food is not like another product where you can just switch out. So if you don't want, you know, if you don't want that teddy bear, you'll just buy a toy car. We all have to eat, right? So that's pretty much uh, a given. And so, but you're right, grocery stores don't want to price themselves out of the market completely. And so you're going to see a lot of opportunity to save, right? And so we'll see couponing. Couponing has already come back in a big way. Right. Uh Flyers, a lot of flyers, people are price comparing and flyers. And then I think the opportunity, and this ties into food waste, is to kind of buy those, especially at the meat counter, with those stickers that say enjoy tonight and they're a little bit closer to their end of life. You can get significant deals in those areas. And so really encourage Canadians to do that. Save some money, save some food waste, 
and retail uh, are still able to make those margins. I don't buy meat any- anymore unless it's on sale, and then I just pop it in the freezer. It, it seems to me uh, the prices are just beyond what the average uh, family can afford. I'm just wondering if we're going to start to see aesthetics change in grocery stores. Are we going to see those grocery stores pull back? I'm already noticing it at my local Loblaws. Like, I noticed the freezer section. It seems like it, it's kind of leaning towards a no-frills look. That's right. And so... I think in terms of meat, the Canadians are dedicated meat eaters. So, you know, in our research, we have about 75% of Canadians eat meat. And so I think, though, what's really exciting right now in terms of food innovation is that there are a lot of items now that are plant-based that are a bit cheaper but mimic what meat looks like. And so there's a lot more access to information for people who want to maybe cut back on meat because of price and kind of fold these new items that they may not have tried before, but, you know, kind of have to now because of the price and expanding their diets a little bit. And so that's a really kind of a good news story if there's one to have out of rising meat prices. And I don't know if you can make that argument. I certainly do. Um, But yes, you're right. So I think what, you know, you mentioned yourself, you pass the meat and you go right to tofu. And I think a lot more people are going to be open-minded to that because they're just priced out of the meat counter. Yeah. I, uh, before we wrap this up, I want you to just maybe reiterate the major finding, Janet, in, in your uh, latest price food guide. What are we looking at as far as an increase next year? So we predict about 5 to 7% increase of price, which will be about uh, just under $1,000 for a family of four. Um, and that is not a great news story. But the good news out of this story is that there are deals to be had. And, you know, you, we just need to spend a little bit more thoughtful time considering the type of groceries we're buying. We yeah. can reduce our food waste uh, and save a little money. Janet, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. You have yourself a good day. You too. Thanks for having me.